we all have our own path to walk. It may be obstructed, it may be winding, and no doubt it will have peaks and valleys, but it is ours alone. Like onlookers at a marathon, friends and family can offer encouragement along the way, but ultimately we decide the trajectory that we take. In this series, Juliet Doris Williams offers a clear view from her path that may inform your decisions as you move toward finding your faith. One part spirituality, one part real world practicality, and a serious splash of fun. Here's Juliet. Hello there. Welcome back to Finding Faith. I'm Juliet. For a couple of days now, I've been wanting to shout at people or type in all caps, be a better human, be a better human, or maybe be a better whatever, insert your particular faith tradition here. For me, of course, it would be be a better Christian. Last episode, I talked about being grounded in the now, um, living faith, having faith in the now. And right now, we are still in the midst of a lot of upheaval in our world, and that has to affect us. And we're talking about it. We're talking about it on the, in the media, in the social media, everywhere. And we're talking about it here. And right here, right now, in this space, in this moment, I want to tell people, I want to shout at people, be a better Christian, be a better human. One of the things that contributed to my finally and ultimately leaving church, and and, oh yeah, if you are just tuning in, I wrote a book, Leaving Church, Finding Faith, Six Steps to Finding Your Purpose in the World After Leaving the Christian Church. One of those things, and there are many things, but one of the things that led to the leaving was inconsistent rhetoric, inconsistent application of the tenets of the faith, of of our faith. And yeah, yeah, before you say, well, the church is full of imperfect people, and that should not affect your faith if your faith is strong. That statement alone needs its own podcast discussion, but I will say this about that. I was one of the imperfect people and still am one of the imperfect people. My faith was strong then. It's even stronger now. And I think it's stronger because the voice I listen to is that of the Holy Spirit, which, as you know, leads, guides, and teaches. And it is never inconsistent. So inconsistent rhetoric and lack of application to the story. Lack of application to the story, the action, the work, the model of the one, the one whom we call holy, the one by whom we are named, Jesus the Christ. We are Christians, right? Yet. What astounds me, what continues to astound me, is how many people of faith don't know what the basic tenets of their faith is. They haven't actually read their holy book. They've had people tell them what their holy book says, but they've never really read it for themselves. Yeah, they've 
they've they've maybe read verses here and there in support of some theme here or there in relation to some specific topic. But how many people have actually read it from cover to cover? Not not topically, not um, uh, cherry picking verses based on a given theme, but have actually read the book from cover to cover, from Genesis to the book of Revelations. Revelation. I won't even bet on that. So I will say that based upon the loudest speakers and posters on social media these days, it seems to me that there's some serious study that needs to happen stat. Let me also say that if you, I'm, I'm going to acknowledge that taking on the, the, the job, taking on the task, let's call it a task, of reading your holy book is, is, is not the easiest thing in the world to do. It takes patience. It takes dedication. You, you've got to really want it. Um, and it, and it's not a small amount of frustration. There's going to be some really beautiful things that you will read and study and know and, and hear for the first time and, or maybe be reminded of, um, but there's going to be some stuff that you got to work with and, um, which is why you do that slowly, um, and you do it methodically and you do it, uh, hopefully with a friend. Um, one day I may talk about the mother daughter Bible study study experience of slogging through, and it was a slog, uh, Leviticus and numbers. Uh, we affectionately dubbed that, uh, experience the church of the dining room table. I will say if you take on the job of, 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 of reading um, the first few books of the Old Testament, you may need wine and, and not just for communion, just saying you've been warned. So the people that I've been wanting to shout out, shout at, um, they want I want to I want to help them. I want to tell them to be a better human or be a better Christian. They based on the things that they're saying, based on the things that they're posting, based on the things that uh they are they are vehemently uh speaking out do not actually model their lives on the tenets of their beliefs and just based on that and 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 this was consistent with my experience of being in church and before i actually uh did the leaving process when i am when i say nowadays because of all of that is when when i say that i'm a christian it it seems that it has to come with a qualifier which is sad, really, um, that it, that it, that, but that is the truth. I'm more likely to describe myself as a follower of Jesus than a Christian. But shorthand for you and me right now, because I don't think you would be here listening to me otherwise, um, yeah, I'm a Christian. And I have absolutely zero issues with referencing myself 
as such because my life ethic is consistent with the model of the one whom my faith tradition is named for. In short, I love God. I love whom God loves. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, modeled the way of sacrificial love, and I try to live in love in that way. Do I do that perfectly? Of course not. And thank goodness God is not requiring me or anybody else ever again to hang on a cross to prove that love, but I do try. I try to love. More importantly, I try to be loving in everything I do. Again, I try, I fail, I get up the next day, and I try some more. Rinse and repeat. As a follower of Jesus, the most powerful imagery that comes to my mind always is the passage in scripture describing the crucifixion story, Jesus's words as he was dying on a cross. Father, forgive them. Holding no grudges, not asking God the Father to smite all the soldiers carrying out the orders of the state, not giving bad for bad, only love, sacrificial love, grace extended, even then. The other part of that that stays with me is the transaction, the, 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 the chatter between the two thieves dying on either side of Jesus on that awful day that we call Good Friday. And can I just say, worst name ever for such a horrifying story, but I digress. One thief says, hey, Jesus, get us the heck out of here. Other thief says, dude, shut the heck up. We deserve what we are getting, but this man is innocent. Jesus, while dying, welcomes him into the afterlife paradise right there on the spot. No creeds, no fasting, no prayers, just a simple request that Jesus remember him in the next life. And Jesus says, yes, that's grace. Simple grace freely offered, freely given. I imagine, because I allow myself to, that Jesus took both of those dudes with him into the afterlife paradise because that would be consistent with the story up until then. Sacrificial love, extending the grace that I have been given freely, imperfect in its execution, but perfect in its intent. I work to stay mindful that my intention, my words and my actions are in alignment. So inconsistent rhetoric and inconsistent application of the model that Jesus set for us as Christians set me apart in many ways. Love and grace allowed me to stay and learn and deepen my faith in the one we called most holy. At the same time, probably, set me more firmly on the path that would lead me away from the institution called church toward what in my book I now call the church universal, in which I am gratefully and gracefully grounded. And that's my model for faithful living. What's yours? Come back and let's talk about it. See you next time.